Hello, Corky Crime Sisters here. Hello. So our show contains graphic content, so please, listeners, be advised. myself again we're going back i can barely hear myself where do i turn me up um on that yeah there you go hello oh no wrong wrong direction oh there we go oh hi hi everybody hi how's it going it's going it is going it's going this week's kind of been a shit show for both yep it's all right (sighs) here we are deep breaths (sighs) all right we got like way too much sleep i think i went to bed at like 10 and then got up at 10 same i i was in bed well fairly early-ish and didn't wake up till way late my dogs were finally like um hello we need to go out we're hungry get up (laughs) yeah i didn't get up till you called me and was like okay do you want starbucks or human bean (laughs) well anyway hi guys we are the Corky Crime Sisters. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Could you sound any less enthusiastic? Um, we are the podcast where two sisters actually like to hang out with each other. In high times and in low times. Very much so. Um, like to talk about, again this week, some serial killer shit. Ooh, the stabbiest of them all. The stabbiest of them all. Mm, precursor, precursor, precursor. Um, and have an adult beverage or two. Or three, or Prosecco at 10 a.m. on a Thursday morning. That seems to be our new jam. <laughs> that is our new thing. It's just the time it works out for us. It is. What the, it is. Yes. Yes. So I don't mind. It's fine. It's fine. I dig it. Um, so this week, we are continuing our prolific serial killers. Yes. Um, Taylor, just who are you doing again? We're talking about Samuel Little. Samuel Little. Yes. America's most prolific serial killer. He is the the most. The most. They have finally announced it. And he's pretty like new. That's crazy because last week when we talked about, or when I talked about John Wayne Gacy, for his time, he He at the time was the most prolific. So yeah, we're we're talking almost 100 victims, possibly. Fuck. So he's, yeah. That's insane. That's bananas. Yeah. Oh, and that uh, redheaded bitch over there is Nikki. <laughs> oh my God, we keep doing I this. I know. It's so bad. Oh, it's awful. Okay. And that sleepy bitch over there is Taylor. For real, I got all the eyeballs to show it. You kind of do. You got something going on on this side. Do I? You do, girlfriend. What is in your eye? I don't know. Is it in oh, my eye? Oh, oh, oh. There you go. I think you got it. It's really weird. When you have fake eyelashes, they catch everything. They catch everything, and then your eye boogers just kind of cement to them, and you're like, I can't open my eyeballs. 
<laughs> the things us women do to look pretty. I love these things, though. I can't do I know. It. It's crazy, right? I did one day without them and just put mascara on. And I was like, this shit's for the birds. <laughs> That's how I... Now you know how I am with my extensions. And the fact that I can't really get them anymore makes me so sad. Yeah. I hate it. Anyway, um, what are we drinking today? Well, oh. first we're drinking Starbucks. <laughs> I chatted myself in the mouth with my Starbucks <laughs> pick thing. What, what do you even call this? A stopper? I was going to say a plug, but that's I think a stopper is more appropriate in this situation. Everybody knows that little green stopper thing plug on the top of the drink. I just jab myself in the mouth with it. It's fine. Moving At least on. she's pretty. <laughs> so first we have Starbucks because caffeine. Got to get the day going. Yeah. Oh my God, I have a corkscrew real fast just because we're talking about Starbucks. So long story short, something happened with my family that was very sad and traumatic. And we had, I was at my aunt's house and there um there were cops there and they came back the next night just to check on the family to make sure everybody was okay and they stayed and like talked to us like forever which was awesome um at one point i even got one of the cops's card because he said he would like appear on our podcast yeah he said he would come and like report on like a story on our podcast so i just have to like hit him up whenever we're ready for that i know i was super excited and then he was saying that, I don't even know how we were talking about it, but he was saying that like one of his flavors is, or favorite like flavors is pumpkin spice. Oh and at this God. point, I was already like a bottle deep of wine. Oh, good. And <laughs> so I looked at him and I go, oh, so you're one of those basic white bitches. Oh my God, <laughs> you said that to a cop. <laughs> oh no. Let me tell you, everybody in my family died laughing. He found it hilarious. Like they were totally cool. But you know, it was just one of those moments like... You know, when something just, like, comes out of your mouth, you don't really think about it before you say it. And I was like, don't worry, I am too. Like, it's just, anyway. But yeah, I thought you would appreciate that. I appreciate that story for two elements. A, that you're promoting us. B, <laughs> we, our family notoriously has no filter. So yeah. those are my favorite stories. <laughs> oh my god yeah my whole family thought it was hilarious and they and and he did too he found it funny like he understood you know like we were all in a sad moment and like just trying to find humor and you do use humor as a coping mechanism i do or a deflection technique i don't know which one yet um in the moment it's a deflection technique and then later a coping tool yeah anyway that's amazing (laughs) and yes That'd be so cool if you would come and be with us. That's what I thought. Or even and on he phone even like or he even like downloaded us like while we were standing what? there, and I was like, "Yes, let's do this." Good <laughs> job. We need it. Yeah, we need it. So anyway, um, what are we drinking? Oh yeah, let's get back to this. We did Starbucks, and now Prosecco. Oh, Cotton Eye Joe with his Prosecco. <laughs> um, it's just Kirkland. It's it's actually it's what we started with. The very first episode ever, we had Kirkland Signature Prosecco. And it was delicious, so, was you know. the tits. Um, ooh. I'm going to pause in a second and get pineapple juice. Because <laughs> I forgot I had that in my life. Anyway, though, this shit always clocks in at like 11%. Yeah, 11%. Um, product of Italy. A solo Prosecco Superior DOCG. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to be. You were so good. D-O- D-O-C-G? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think those are, you know, it's an abbreviation, but you did so good until you got to the part where you just had to name off letters. I, how do you do like <laughs> the 
O C G. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I didn't even say G. I said G. He's Italian. It's, it's, it's French. It's Italian. Okay. What is? Wait, hold on. D O C G is at the top. Do you explain to me what you are? I, it's, Minister Del. Whoa. No. Oh, it says it on the back. Right here. Oh wow. Um. <laughs> is it just like where it, it originates from? No. Oh. Um. Is that it? Denominazione de origine controllata e grantita. Ooh, good job. Vina Nailed it. Supamante extra dry. <laughs> It's all special Italian until you get to extra, extra dry. dry. It's so weird. <laughs> Atypical and always comes contemporary Italian sparkling wine suitable for all occasions. Salute. Salute. Anyway. Salute is the Italian yamas. <laughs> oh, that was, I enjoyed every minute of that. Okay. Let's get this bad boy open because that's. Let's pop it. Pop it like Whoa. it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. <laughs> I've always learned that the Kirkland ones are so much harder to get into. Give me my wine. Oh, there we go. She's a tight bitch. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, did that hit you in the neck? <laughs> it did, but like was still in my hand, so I just like brushed my neck. It didn't like fully attack my neck. And then it exploded everywhere. Okay, time to pause so I can get a towel because this shit's everywhere. Oh my god. I popped Why were you holding it over your... <laughs> that was good stuff, man. Whew. It's okay. Pimp down, Jesus. Pimp, Pimp down. down. Now I'm going to sit on a towel. Oh, ow. Soaked in Prosecco. Sorry, listeners, that was my knee hitting my microphone as well. I need a drink as soon as I pour a drink. (laughs) Um, I guess I could have poured myself a drink while I was waiting for you to, you know, get your shit together. Yeah, that would have been cool, but you know. That was an awful pour, and I tried really hard. It didn't seem that awful. (laughs) Do, do, do. Do, 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 I learned that this pineapple juice, not that our listeners need to know, but they're going to hear it anyway. This pineapple juice is not that bad for you, actually. Like, compared to other juices, it has zero added sugars, which is, like, intense. Give me all the juices. So I put it in my protein smoothie yesterday. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I'm really trying. You're getting your life together, girl. I mean, today is kind of a, you know, Prosecco and coffee. Not quite on the list, but... I do have extra carrot soup if you want it. It's very yummy with pork and corn and potatoes. Ooh, I still have butternut squash soup, but thank you. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Taylor, let's do this. Okay, let me take a drink. Prosecco everywhere. Okay. 
Ooh, that's like rejuvenating the soul. Okay. <laughs> My poor like TV tray is covered in it. <laughs> this is quality content. All right, <laughs> ladies and gents. We gonna talk about Samuel Little today. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. E ah ah. He's li- he's something. That's all I got to say about I'm very that. excited to hear about this, yes. The most prolific. Yeah. Of the serial killers. So, like, preface this, um, you can you can go on the FBI's website, and they will, they have, like, a bunch of confessions from him that you can actually watch. Ooh. It's creepy. That sounds creepy. I need to see a picture of this guy so I know who I'm, we're, like, talking about. Yeah. That's fine. Um, I have him pulled up, actually, right here. Oh, that is not at all what I expected, but okay. Yep, so that's Daniel Little. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse um, me. The frog today is is in there. Good thing you're not the one talking today. I know. Trust me, I'm so happy that this is how it all worked out, that I did my case last week and you're doing yours this week. You know, it was almost, I don't know if we want to like figure this out more often because... It was less stress on us, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, we'll move forward. Uh, Samuel Little was born on June 7th, 1940 in Georgia. Mm. Yes. He was a Georgia peach. A Georgia peach. I don't know if he was a peach. <laughs> now that... you Hold ha- that. Hold that thought. I'm not so sure. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Samuel Little was born on... Wait, I already just told you that. Why am I... <laughs> drink damn it (laughs) and it starts okay um he claims that his mother was a lady of the night and that she gave birth to him in prison what's a lady of the night a prostitute oh okay yeah i mean that was my guess but i thought okay which means like he doesn't really know who his dad is because she was a prostitute okay she was in prison when he was born Shortly after he was born, his family moved to Ohio, where he was raised by his grandmother more than his mother. Okay. So, you know, weird familial things there going on. Family weirdness. Yeah. You know, that's how that goes. I'm sure it was like that situation where the mother wasn't super responsible, it sounds like. And then the grandmother just took over. And yeah, Historically, this leads to a hatred of the mother, and that also leads to serial killerism, as we've seen. And not everybody, not everybody. <laughs> I like that. That was like a blanket, blanketed statement of if you have a hatred of the mother, you become a serial. There's killer. no way out. I have a really bad habit of being really alarmist and then making blanket statements and then having to retract my blanket <laughs> statements and being like, "Not everybody." This is not exactly what I meant. I do it at work all the time. Be like, oh. All these people are doing these things. And really, it's like two people. And I'm like, wait, only these two people are doing these things. (laughs) Um, You're just covering your bases. Literally, you know. You know. I like to make it really alarmist and then people listen to me. (laughs) They're like, wait, what? And then you're like, wait, backtrack. I'm still credible. (laughs) So during his school years, he had problems with motivation to achieve as well as discipline. Unruly kiddo. Okay. Make change. Yeah. 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 
1956, when he was 16 years old, he was charged with breaking and entering and was sent to juvenile a juvenile offenders institution. When he was how old? Sorry? 16? 16. So... Not off to a good start, but okay. Not off to a good start. I mean, breaking and entering, there's worse things to do. Yeah, for sure. But I'm sure a bunch of, like, disciplinary actions led up to this. Yeah. In his late 20s, Little went to Florida to reconnect and live with his mother. Getting back together. No. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I like your, your, my hand your chops. <laughs> no, I'm no, no, no. Playing Fruit Ninja in my in the air. Okay. During this time, he worked multiple jobs, such as a cemetery attendant and an ambulance attendant. It always turns out bad when you start. I'm sorry, but Gacy was the same way. Not mm-hmm. to bring it back to my case last week, but he started out in the ambulance industry and then he went and worked for the mortuary. Like, yeah, not red flag, red flag. Oh, I know. <laughs> it, except you went from living, working with the dead to working with the living. Uh, yes. It's interesting. Hmm. Either way. I think either way, like, it turns into... It's not great. For somebody who ends up being a serial killer, I don't think that those are the professions you should start with. Yeah, no. It might lead to more... Maybe we need to look at our mortuary people a little closely. A little more close. A little more closely. Like, you mean, um... Like, vet them a little more before we hire them? Maybe. Or but like, keep a closer eye on them when they are in there? I was going to say, because I imagine it's one of those job fields where you get mostly whoever you can. Probably. I mean, not necessarily the people that, like, embalm and shit like that, but, like, just the attendance. The people that just want to be around it. It's It creeps me out. Coming from somebody who recently was in a <laughs> funeral home, I... I couldn't do it. It's not my, no. I don't even like being there, even though it's a loved one that you're saying goodbye to, let alone being there around it 24-7 as your job. Right. Like, oh, not not me. Yeah, and like, <clears throat> oh, where am I going with this? Oh, I was going to say, like, even the ambulance attendant thing, granted, there's a lot of great people out there, but I keep thinking. Oh, 100%. Like, it keeps coming to mind. I keep listening to all the podcasts about like the killer doctors and the angels of death and like all those yeah. crazy shits. I think, you know, again, we kind of made a blanket statement. I was just joking about mortuary people and stuff. But I think in the end, no matter what, if it's in you, whether you are in those fields or not, that it's just who you are. So I think if you're going to be a serial killer, you're just it's, it's you're going to find your jam no matter what. I mean, there's been plenty of serial killers that just did like random. Yeah. Yeah, like like Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, um, the candy man, he just owned yep. a candy shop. Like Yeah. Yeah. Craziness. Ugh. All right, continue. <clears throat> Based on interviews with Little, it was also during this time that he began traveling and was in more trouble with the law. So just started doing a bunch of stupid shit, basically. Okay. He'd been arrested in eight other states for crimes that include driving under the influence, fraud shoplifting solicitation armed robbery aggravated assault and rape so he amps Um, up until you got to rape i was gonna be like this dude is my alter ego (laughs) (laughs) solicitation huh (laughs) okay um 
But you, you lose me at rape. You lose me at rape. <laughs> you don't rape your husband? <laughs> no. Or pretend to, I suppose. <clears throat> um, I mean, he would probably really like that. I'm but... sure, like, I make unsolicited advances at my boyfriend all the time, so I'm sure he feels assaulted constantly. <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> see well, my husband just enjoys it he's like oh yeah <laughs> but your boyfriend would be like he's so logical that he's just like oh get the get the fly didn't get him no nope. okay moving on oh i think i broke my microphone my boyfriend's just so logical that's not he like is. he doesn't want it but like if it's under like weird circumstances he just gets weirded out it's Especially the like if it's in public he doesn't like when you no like do that in public he's very private when it comes to those things like we grew up in a household that like it's like you talked about it and it was all open and whatever else but like his parents aren't like that no no and like yeah i don't know anyway back to the story we don't actually think he has autism that's just a joke we have with him because he thinks so long okay let's try this again my damn dogs i swear no, nope. he'll, he'll edit a little. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Doubling back, my boyfriend, I don't think he actually has autism. It's just a joke we have. Yes. He thinks very black and white. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that she listens to us? His mom does listen to us. Yeah, Aww. she's on like episode nine, but you know, still. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and Naomi just started listening. Gunner's sister, and I'm so excited. We love her too. Yes. Anyway. Um... During his time in prisons for these crimes, Little took up boxing and referred to himself as a prize fighter. Mm. So. Me too. You know, right. Yeah. You should see this like really masculine pose she took just now too of like. Funny enough, I didn't even mean to do that, (laughs) but it just came out. I don't know why this just came to my mind, but I was, I was like watching this random tiktok i think it was about someone who's trying to manipulate you and one of the things they do is they actually start to mimic your like movements and your mannerisms to make you feel more comfortable more comfortable and subconsciously like interesting huh right okay anyway i don't know why that came to mind manipulation 101 on our show today for real <laughs> don't do it don't it's do stupid it. um it was said that samuel had a longtime girlfriend who supported them through shoplifting like throughout all these years oh okay so she was a peach too so really. birds of a feather flocked together yes there's a hair feathers <laughs> hair on my microphone um she's now dead by the way just to oh okay throw that out there i don't know why that's a weird fact that everyone talks about she no longer here. Was she a victim? No. Oh, okay. In 1961, Little was sentenced to three years for breaking into a furniture store. No. Oh. 1961, three years. He was released in 1964. So okay. So he served those three yep, years. Yep, he served his three years. From 1964 to 1975, he had been arrested 26 times in 11 states. Jesus. For crimes such as theft, assault, Attempted rape, fraud, and attacks on government officials. Holy shit. You think we'd lock him away longer at this point. 
Well, I mean, but again, here's the problem, right? If those were across 11 states yep. and states don't communicate, this is what we were talking about with the in last week in my case with Gacy, how the two states didn't communicate and that's after he got out of jail in one and went to another is when he committed all his crimes and he should have gone, like if they would have communicated, he would have gone back to yeah. the first state for um, violating his violating his probation yeah and it would have potentially saved those lives so yeah i mean it's ridiculous yeah um in 1982 little was once again arrested in mississippi and was charged with murder this is where it starts this is where it starts okay his victim was 22 year old melinda rose laprie she had gone missing in September of that same year, but the jury decided not to indict Little in the murder. Huh? Yeah. Why? It, Did they not have enough evidence? It was like this weird, like, yeah, there wasn't enough DNA evidence, and at the time, things weren't as great in DNA evidence. Yeah, for sure. Um, and she's still, she's still missing. So without a body, it makes it even harder. Exactly. Yeah. During the investigation into LaPree, he was moved to Florida for the murder of 26-year-old Patricia Ann Mount. Her body was also found in September, but her body was found this time. She was, yeah, she was actually found. Okay. Witnesses identified that Little was the last person that spent time with Patricia. Of course, which is never like a great thing to begin with like you're pretty no scrutiny. i mean if you if you are the last person seen with the victim you are the first person that they are Looking like at. on the radar for sure yeah but he was acquitted of the murder due to mistrust in the witness testimonies mm-hmm. sip some of that tea Ugh. so little then moved to california in october of 1984 he was arrested it's a back and forth game his victim was Lori barros she was also 22 years old and had beaten been beaten and strangled however she survived she was trying to get a fly she's being a mighty fly hunter sorry there's a fly and it's like really bugging me <laughs> anyway okay mighty fly hunter no <laughs> <laughs> take a drink <laughs> She survived, is what I was trying to say. Yes, she survived. Okay. One month later, he was found in the backseat of his car with another woman that was unconscious, presumably beaten and strangled again. Um, this was in the same location that the attempted he attempted to murder Lori. Okay. He was... Uh, he served two and a half years for both crimes. What? Yep. But see, again, the state's not communicating. Had they all communicated, they probably would have been like, okay, this is a pattern. This guy, you know what I mean? But so this Lori and they actually don't name this second victim. They were in the same state. No, but they were I, in the same location. Don't you think that like just that alone would be that alone would be more. You would think you would, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, you would think for sure. <laughs> I don't know what that noise was. <laughs> that was like a straight shot of Prosecco to the <laughs> noggin. <sighs> okay. 
I can't. I just can't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Upon release, he moved to L.A., where he committed at least 10 murders. Okay. Nope. Continue. Go ahead. No. Go. Speak your mind, woman. No, I was just going to say, like, how did he not get caught in L.A. then? Great question. Or how did, like... I mean, I just don't get it. But okay, yeah, keep going. Yeah, you wait. You fucking wait. Uh, my nose is running. Samuel was arrested on September 5th, 2020 in a homeless shelter in Kentucky. He's just bouncing states. Bouncing around. When? Bouncing around. Bouncing. 2012. Oh, you said 2020. So I was like... Did I? Um, 2020 hasn't happened yet. I meant so 2012. Sorry. So you're seeing into the future? Do you see how far of a bounce that is, though? Yeah. 1984 that's... to 2012? Yeah. This was due to him being connected by DNA evidence to the murders of Carol Elford in 1987, Guadalupe Apodaca in 1987, and Audrey Everett in 1989. I'm sorry. Okay. Though Lepre case was reopened. Okay. And Little was tested for involvement in 93 murders of women committed in the U.S. Fuck. Yeah. In September of 2014, the trial of the three women's murders began. I put up a four with my fingers. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, uh, okay. It's not right. Is it three or four? (laughs) This case is actually going to be a little bit shorter, but that's okay. Um... On September 25th, 2014, he was guilty and sentenced to life without parole. On Finally. I, I, fucking right. I'm a, God. I mean, goddamn. It's, that's one of the things about this case is people always talk about it in connection to like, how can we do better than this before 93 lives possibly are lost? Yeah. And was his mo just to kill them or like was he sexually assaulting them or sexually assaulting and strangling yeah beating sexually Mm. go ahead and drink (sighs) beating sexually (laughs) assaulting and strangling okay oh i always set that down and it like vibrates my headphones into my ear it was a little aggressive it was a little it's okay it's fine you're just riled up i am it's so stupid It is stupid, I agree. Breathe. Like rubbing my forehead like Lion King style. It's fine. It's Lion King style. Speaking of which, Disney Plus is out! Yeah, I heard it crash the first day. Oh, did it? (laughs) Yeah. Gunner had no problems. Oh, well. Hit him up if you want to mooch. For real, give me that info, though. There's like, you can have like up to seven accounts on it. Yes! And there's four. It was actually really cute. He, like, made me an account on it. And when I looked over, I was like, you made me Jesse from Toy Story? Why would you? I'm not even redhead. And he goes, look who I am. He was Woody. He was Woody. And I was like, I don't know why, but that melted my heart. (laughs) You're so cute. (laughs) (laughs) And then he put his parents on there, but they're the T-Rex from Toy Story. (laughs) Yes, I love it. Uh, Mason's Groot. Yes. Ugh. Anyway. Does he have to set it up or can I log in? Um, I don't have the logins. 
So you'll have to ask him for it. Oh, great. I'll talk to him. He's not going to be, he's going to give me, he'll do it, but he'll give me such a hard time about it. He'll be like, oh, what are you going to give me? What are you going to bring me? (laughs) This is not invalid. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Keep, keep going. Um. On the day of the verdict, Samuel continued to insist that he was innocent. So he was like, I did fucking nothing. And it's like, (laughs) sir, you're now DNA connected to several. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that killer. Oh, I was going to say serial killer. I almost did, but I thought it was too much. Close. Okay. We were on the same page. We were. On November 13th, police announced that Little had confessed to more than 90 murders across 14 states between 1970 and 2005. Jesus. Okay, I'm just saying at that point, how does he even remember them all? They say he has a photographic memory, which is something I'll get to. Oh, yeah. Which is, it's kind of freaking ridiculous. They're kind of scary. Like, it can be great, but it can also be scary. Like, how accurate. Yeah. You can remember, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On November 27th, the police announced that the Violent Criminal Apprehension Program confirmed 35 of Little's confessions, or 34, sorry, 34. Jesus. That's why they're like, the shit's credible. He's not making this up. No, because they were able to connect so many. Were they able to, to Did was it through DNA or was it... Um, through like him knowing specific things that only the killer would have known. Both. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Both. Okay. Um, Little began to offer confessions as a bargaining tool to be transferred out of Los Angeles, and he wanted to go to Texas for whatever reason. Fuck that. Yeah. The only problem is, is that with moving to Texas, they had the death penalty. Oh. So they had to say, we're moving him. Don't kill him because he's giving us confessions and solving cases. Well, but, I mean, at that point, he was already sentenced to life. So, I mean, that doesn't change even if you go to a different state, does it? No. Like, your sentence is your sentence, right? No, but they could go after him for life. Or uh, for or the, the death they, penalty. Okay, I got you. Like, the prosecution there could. Yeah. If they wanted to. I got you. Okay. Which would be stupid, because, like I said, he's solving cold cases and giving... Yeah, at that point, yeah. Not that he's a hero by any means, but, like... No, not a hero, but at least he's admitting to things that he's done. So, like, the people... The victims and the family of the victims, uh, you know, might be able to have some sort of closure. Exactly. He He's 79 years old now, too. So it's like, he's going to die anyway. Let's get the most we can out of him. For sure. So the creepiest thing about Samuel Little is he draws all of his victims. So he doesn't remember a lot of their names. And is I'll that sh- what that drawing was in between one of his pictures? Yep, I'll show you more <gasps> pictures. That's even creepier. He draws all of his victims, and, like, they're pretty good, but it's creepy, too. Well, that was, like, Gacy. I forgot to mention this last week. Sorry, I keep kind of going back a little bit. But once he was in jail, once he was incarcerated, he um, started drawing himself as a clown, like, as Pogo. And he was actually selling his uh, drawings from jail. That's right, because you can can buy You can. However, there was somebody that... um, another serial or not killer but like serial killer somebody that we did that he was uh forging them like he was forging i forget who it was but yeah i knew i know about this but now i don't remember who it was i don't remember who it was either but yeah it's same thing like that he started he would draw himself and sell them so they're like (gasps) 
They're accurate and creepy. Oh my god. They're like super creepy, but I bet you like based on these drawings, like you would be able to figure out like if you put one of these drawings next to a victim, you could you could probably be like, "Oh, I could see where they they look alike or whatever." Absolutely. So these were all released to the public in hopes that it would you know, jaunt people's memories and be like, oh, yeah, this is this person. This is so crazy. And he drew all of these? Mm-hmm. How many has he drawn? That's a good question. I think he's drawn everybody that's not solved. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. That is crazy. The other thing that's really creepy about it, so, like, where are we at? Suspected murder. He, like, doesn't really... Ugh know their names so right now i'm on suspected murders and it's like unnamed white female age unknown little provided a sketch (laughs) he can tell you the date he could say linda in quotation marks marianne unnamed black female unnamed white female unnamed white female unnamed black female like wait he can give you the date he can give you the date he can give you their sometimes their possible age like a proc like he remembers the dates he remembers all the dates. He can tell you, like, random little things about them, like, worked at the local restaurant. That's insane. He has some names, like Emily, mid-1970s, Joe. Like it's- So, like, if, if any information was given to him by the victim, mm-hmm. he remembers that. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck. Dude, that, see, that makes it the scariest kind of mind, if you think about it, because, like, I mean, I have a hard time remembering what I did yesterday, let alone, yeah, you know, something like this. That's insane. I mean, granted, what I did yesterday is not as prolific as killing somebody, but right. still, you know what I mean? Like, that is, that's insane. Well, and it bounces around. It's like Arizona, California, Cal- four Californias, one Arkansas, California. Four Californias, Ohio, California, Arkansas, Arizona, Louisiana, California, five Californias, Georgia, Florida, Florida, California. So he spent most of his time in California. Most of his time. Then it's like Arkansas, Kentucky, Georgia, Ohio, Georgia, Louisiana, Georgia. Now, was he traveling? Like, why was he traveling to all these states? Like, was he just going to go to, like, kill people? Or was he actually on business of any kind? Interesting. Because, I mean, if he didn't really work, which doesn't really sound like he did... How did he have the means to be able to, like, travel around, do you think? It's a good question, and I don't know. A lot of it, like, that's what I was going to say is this case, I probably should have chose somebody different, but I was so interested in it. No, this is crazy. This is awesome. But it's not a very long case. There's not a lot of details on this man. Not yet, anyway. No. Or, like, he doesn't. He hasn't. I don't know if he hasn't, like. Divulged. I'm not sure yet. Oh, my God. So, (laughs) I think I already said this, but. So when you go on the FBI's website, they have, like, his confession forever, whoever it is. Yeah. And then the drawing right underneath that person because they're trying to identify them. Yeah. And a lot of his, like, confessions, he's giddy about it. Like, giddy about, like, what he did and how he did it. And, like, he loves the light. It's like, remember Ed Kemper, how he was, like, he loved the limelight? Yeah. I want to cover him someday. I'm super interested in him, too. But same kind of issue. Yeah weird duh yep Yep. so see and it's people like that that make me think that like they are i mean obviously he was the most prolific at at this point but it also makes him the most scary in my opinion because you don't know a ton and without being able to like follow their mo a hundred percent or like if they don't have 
a lot of people will have, what am I trying to say? Like they have patterns that they follow. And this guy, just like, um, what was, uh, Israel Keys, Yes. Where he bounced around from state to state. Bouncing around. And bouncing. instead of staying in one state and having an MO, he bounced around. And those people make me the most nervous and I think are the scariest because while they may have a similar MO when they're killing their people, you don't know where they're at, where they're going. They no. could strike at any time. Like, that's that's scary. We need to figure out a way to communicate. Like, we need to figure out something that makes it so we can all communicate and yes. be on the same page. But that's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. But at this point, like, if you th- how far we've come in, you like know, in technology and everything, there's got to be a way. There's got to. Well, I know people like Billy Jensen. Do you know who he is? Mm-mm. Billy Jensen and Paul Holes. So, mm-hmm. like... You know who Paul I do, I'm sorry, yes. And then Billy Jensen and him do, like, a podcast together. Yes. And Billy Jensen's been, like, working... Billy Jensen's, like, an awesome human. He has a book I really want to read about, like, things, because he actually has solved... Helped solve a couple murders through Facebook ads. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and so... But what I was going with that is he is actually working to create with different people he's like contracted people out of to create a comprehensive database of murders yeah because that well, doesn't I mean, even if exist you think about it like they started like the jane doe project right which is awesome i i spent one of my overnights i spent all night just looking at each jane doe that's i've never been on it but i mean so like we can create something like that why can't we create something where the states are communicating when they have captured like a uh, somebody or I don't know. Or even if they don't capture somebody, can't they take on the Jane? This might be something to think about on the Jane Doe project, hmm. where if it, like, a certain marker as far as, like, uh, the same MO, like, happens for, like, three different things, like, beaten, strangled, raped type yeah. of thing, where they start to, like, group them in categories almost. So then that way you can see, like, right. these people all match this same MO. So if you're looking at a certain person, you could be like, okay, well... We captured this person. This is what he does. Who else could he possibly be linked to? And you have a whole list, potentially, obviously, if they're in there. Right. I don't know. Something. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here, but. So the Jane Doe Project only has about 30 people on there. It's mm. not comprehensive. Like, it's only really? certain cases, and then they have to get funding for each case to open oh. it up. What I was going to say, though, is, like, not the fact that we can't do that. It's the fact of the backlog work that's going to take. Right. Is why I think I mean, it's super extensive. But here's the thing is, like, the longer it takes to even create something like this, the more backlogged it's going to be, correct? So it's like, I don't know. We're already under-resourced, though. Oh, yeah. Which is why I think Billy Jensen's kind of taking it upon himself and being like, nope, let's, let's find people to do this. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to see what he and his people create. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and Paul Holes and Billy Jensen's podcast actually is in the Exactly Right Studios, which is my, my favorite, favorite murders, murders. Yeah. studios, yeah. which means they already have so much publicity and both of them are so famous as it is in the criminal world. Yes. Like both of them had ties to the Golden State Killer. Really? I'm working through that. Um, Paul Holes is a retired homicide detective. That's right. He yep. lives in Colorado Springs now. Um, they actually did a, a show um, on another guy who's uh, Joe Kidna. He's a homicide 
uh, a retired homicide investigator from Colorado Springs and his show is on TV and he goes through like different cases that he did and how he solved them um, but out of Colorado Springs which is so crazy. That is cool. Yeah so Teres and I like to watch his show quite a bit Um, but I think he's I mean there's been four or five seasons out now and I think he's actually ending it and I'm not sure why but I think you know Mm. everything that he does they end up being solved cases but started out as you know right not solved. a regular case but anyway um little is now in a wheelchair and has diabetes so i feel like he should be uh, i don't know for what he's done and i know we go back to this from like last week too like it's not enough you know i i understand the eye for an eye mindset and then i also understand the like oh if you do that then you're no better than them mindset as right. well like i can i can get behind both but i feel like rotting away in jail on taxpayers dollars doesn't do it justice like i don't know i could agree on that but with little we're still milking him no for sure and i yeah with him it's like you're still trying to solve things so yep it is what it is but like i said he's 79 he's just chilling they're solving murders with his info and i'm sure more will come out of it that's so crazy and where is it did he end up in texas yes okay i believe so so he's in texas I believe so. Let me double check on Ugh. that, though. Ugh. <sighs> well, that that was sad for my soul. I told you. I just still can't believe. Oh no, it was he's that many. still in California. He's still in California. So he didn't get transferred like he wanted. I don't think so. Why would he even want to be transferred? Is the question. It, I literally don't have info on that. Did he spend any time in Texas that you know of? He was convicted in Texas and Ohio. Oh. Yeah, and he's in Los Angeles County, California State Prison. Well, you know what's messed up is even, okay, so like somebody like him, okay? Okay. Just hear me out on this. Obviously, he's better off the streets, 100%, so he can't hurt anybody else. But at the end of the day, he was living in a homeless shelter, which means his life outside of there was probably pretty shitty. So he actually yeah. ends up having a better life in jail because he gets For sure. he gets fed, he gets shelter, he has a place to sleep at night, all of that. The only thing is, is he just can't kill anybody else, which I'm 100% on board with, obviously. He might be able to. It just, isn't it? It's kind of screwed up how the system works in that way. That's all I'm saying. I agree with you for like people who are violent criminals, okay? Because if you go to like Norway, yeah. they're... Like, prison cells are nicer than my house. Like, their prison cells are so nice, and their recidivism rate is under 5%. Wow. So they're doing something right. Yeah. But with Samuel Little, you're not going to let him recidivate. That's not... No. Which, I'm really impressed he's not in a supermax. Yeah. By the way, I was just thinking about that, and I was like, wait a second, this doesn't seem right. It's kind of crazy. I was reading a murder, again... Overnight's of this weird thing where you get into like the deep dark web, but not the real dark web. That place is scary. But um, I read about the only murder that's ever happened in the Cal- or the Colorado Supermax, and it's intense. I'd love to talk about it someday. Really? Mm. I think we should save that for an episode. I will. That sounds crazy. Yeah. Maybe like Supermax crimes, like people, even if it is like people that got to the Supermax, yeah, like yeah, how yeah, they yeah. got there. But I want to. I yeah. like it. Well, yeah. we already know what we're doing next week, so maybe the week after that. Totally, I'll write it down. <sighs> All right, are we ready to lighten the mood? I suppose. All right, let's do these corky clippings. Okay. Okay. So bring it on. 
<laughs> Zoo realizes it has been trying to mate two male hyenas for four years. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not realize? You're in the zoo. You're a zoologist. Shouldn't you know? <laughs> what are the male and like, female shit. parts? Why aren't they like? Why isn't this happening yet? I don't get the it. The fact that it took four years is what cracks me up. So, oh my god, whatever. Does no good. Um, Florida, gotta love Florida. Always. Four hundred pound woman survives sexual assault by herd of manatees. <gasps> I've heard they're vicious. Manatees. Yes. What? Well, I guess maybe I'm thinking of dolphins. Dolphins rape. Yeah. In their own race. <laughs> they rape people too. Do they? They have drowned people. Because <gasps> they'll like grab the, you with your tail and pull you down into a cave and you'll just drown. As they rape you? Yeah. Oh, shit. They're the only other species that has sex for pleasure. Yeah, I knew that. So. I knew that. Yeah. Maybe that's why um, Amanda hey. from <laughs> Wine and Crime hates, hates dolphins. dolphins. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Killed by condom. What? Explain to me. I'll delve a little deeper. I was like, please, because sometimes you just give me a headline. I'm like, (laughs) I have questions. Like the meatball sandwich. A man accidentally killed himself by putting a condom over his head in bizarre sex stunt. (laughs) (laughs) People were so stupid. Natural selection. Natural. (laughs) Something. Natural selection. Well, you've seen the videos of people that like fill a condom with water and drop it on their heads, right? Yes, I've seen that. And you're just like. Why? Um, you can't breathe. I don't know. To me, that's like awful. Okay. And last one. Uh, the first headline is, have you ever been so drunk that? Oh, no. And it says, drunk woman steals a fairy and yells, I'm Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> that would be you. <laughs> that totally would be me. I love that. Lady, you're doing it right. <laughs> right. That's my spirit animal right there. The other headline to it is boat smashed by joyride. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, those were my uh, quirky clippings this week. Yes. Yes. That last one is my favorite. (laughs) I figured it would be because you would do that. (laughs) Oh, damn straight. I would. Yes. I love it. I love it. All right. Anything else this week? I don't think so. No. Again, please. Like us, follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Let us know if there's a story you want to hear. Yes, um, give us a rating on Apple Podcast is even better. That's where review rating. That's where it. it helps us a lot is getting up on there. It does. It does. So, um, but otherwise, we'll see you guys next week. Yamas. Yamas.